Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast. Episode 309. Hello everyone, Tom Brussell here. Thanks so much for joining us. We say it almost every time if you're a first-time listener or a long-timer. You subscribe to one of the podcast providers and catch us there. Or maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Doesn't matter. Either way, we're just glad that you joined us. Today's a great day to catch up with us because we have someone who is extra special. Number one in FedEx Cup points. He's taken this week off and he joins us from his home in North Carolina. Arguably the hottest player on the PGA Tour, Mr. Webb Simpson. Webb, thanks so much for joining us. It is great to have you with us. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Glad to be on. Well, before we get going, first of all, how's your family doing? I heard you guys had a little bit of a COVID scare with all this going on, didn't you? Yeah, we had a scare, but we think it was a false positive. You know, these tests aren't that reliable, um, at least the rapid tests. And so we got her tested on the, the better test, the one you wait kind of 24, 48 hours on. And that was negative, and all the rest were negative for our other kids. So we feel pretty confident that it was a false positive. So everybody's doing great. Thanks for asking. Well, that's great to hear. But let's go back in time in a moment, Webb, before we go into what's going on now. But uh, we all had a time or a moment where we kind of fell in love with this great game we're playing. Share with us about when your love yeah. affair with golf started back in the day. So I was eight years old, and my parents had a place in Wilmington, North Carolina, at a place called Landfall Country Club. And um, that summer is just kind of when I began my journey with golf. There was a, a kid a year older than me who was really good, and I kind of hung out with him for a week. And the rest is history. My dad played kind of twice a week. He was a pretty good golfer, and my dad kind of taught me the game along with my swing coach from, uh, you know, growing up, Ted Kegel, the head pro at my home course. So that's how I love the game. That is great. And you you grew into a tremendous junior player, and then something really, really special happened, the Arnold Palmer Scholarship to Wake Forest. Talk about what it meant to you to receive that prestigious scholarship. It meant, it meant the world. Number one, Wake's a great school. I got to play for Jerry Haas, who's an amazing coach and great friend of mine. But, you know, to, to get the Arnold Palmer Scholarship on top of all that was just icing on the cake. You know, for what he did for the game of golf, um, how much he was respected and revered, uh, I just i am so thankful that I got to go there. And it made it extra special, you know, that I got his scholarship. And you know, Webb, if you take a look at the list of recipients that have won that scholarship, you could probably start your own Ryder Cup team, couldn't you? I mean, Lanny Watkins, Curtis yeah. Strange, Hallberg. I mean, the list goes on and on, and you're right in there with them. Yeah, and that was part of the prestige, I think, of Wake was who went there and, you know, kind of the careers that those guys went on to have. Um, and so that's, you know, it was a pretty easy decision for me at the end of the day to, to play golf at Wake and, I'm so glad I did because I met my wife there uh, first year I was there. <laughs> you know, your your life probably is kind of unique in that you've got it's, – it's all like within a 120-mile radius, right? You were born in Raleigh, I believe, and then you went to college at Wake Forest. You met your wife, married in Charlotte, and you're still living there, right? Correct. <clears throat> yep, we still live here in Charlotte. We love Charlotte. Um, and, yeah, I mean, everything's close. I, I feel like I've got a couple of home tournaments, Greensboro and the Wells Fargo. So, um we're in a good spot, you know, with raising our kids here. We're near my wife's family, so we're having a good time. You've had some tremendous moments in your golfing life. I mean, you know, the Walker Cup, the President's Cup, Palmer Cup, the U.S. Open players. But right now you're on some kind of roll. 
Have you ever been on a roll like this before in your life that you can look back to? I mean, even going back to junior golf where it just, it just all has fallen into place. Well, you know, I, I feel like I've put together a couple of really good summers of amateur golf where I, you know, played consistent golf for, for a few months. And, you know, professionally, I think it's among the best. I think up there with it would be, um, the run I had in 2011, that was um, a time I remember of just, you know, similar golf where I, I felt like I had many chances to win on tour that year. Um, and, you know, a bunch of high finishes, you know, and that's kind of what I've been able to do this year so far. I hadn't played near as much golf because of COVID and I don't play as much golf as I did then, but it's certainly been, you know, a really fun year to, like I said, what we want to do, we want to have chances to win on Sunday. And that's what I've done this year a few times. I, th- I think we'd all like to know what is, what's it feel like in your head when you're on a run like this? Obviously there's not a whole lot of clutter up there, right? It's just, I mean, there's not a whole lot of swing thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you hit it on the, on the head. It's very simple. I, I call it simple minded golf. You know, there's not a lot of thoughts at all. When you make a mistake, you correct it pretty quickly and you move on. Um, and it seems like, a challenge when you're not playing well, you know, you have more thoughts and you're trying to figure it out. And, but right now it, it feels very simple. You know, you mentioned COVID it created a bit of an off season that we weren't ready for after the players all the way to Fort Worth. Is there any, did you work on anything in particular right then? Because you kind of, you had it going before then too. And then you kind of pick it up where you left off afterwards. Was there anything you worked on during that break? Well, I just played a lot of golf, played a lot of competitive golf, you know, with, other pros in the Charlotte area, but, you know, I come out to Colonial and it looked like I was really rusty. I really wasn't. I just didn't hit it well that first round. We made a couple swing changes, very simple swing changes on the range after that first round of Colonial. And second round, I shot one under, missed the cut, but the one under, I played a lot better than, than I scored. Um, so I knew coming off of that round, we were on the right track and, um, you know, picked up the Hilton head with a, with a great week. Yeah, and that's a shot maker's golf course, and that's right in your wheelhouse, too. Those greens are small, and uh, you, you made it happen there. Um, I was just looking at your stats. It, it's amazing. Your, your scoring is just off the chart. You're, you're doing what you need to do to win. I, I looked at your driving stats. You're, what, two, 298 yards average, and you're averaging 91st or something like that. But it doesn't matter because you're scoring like crazy. Gives us all hope, right? Yeah. It does. I mean, I'm not one of the longer guys, but I'm certainly getting longer. I'm trying to get longer, not at the pace that Bryson's on, but, um, you know, length always helps, uh, no matter what, you know, as long as you can continue to hit it somewhat straight. So I've kind of set out on this two, three year journey so far of, of trying to get stronger, you know, incrementally. So I don't, you know, swing any differently. Um, and yeah, I'm getting longer a little bit and it's helping, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have accuracy than distance, um, you know, to a certain extent. Webb, you're brought to us by our good friends, your good friends at Titleist Golf. You've had a long relationship with those guys. Talk about Titleist and, uh, and that relationship. Yeah, they've been great to me, you know, since junior golf, really. Um, back in the day with, you know, dealing with Jim Ahern, um, who is just an amazing ambassador for Titleist and, you know, on into pro golf, turning pro in 2008, signing my first contract with them. They've been an amazing support for me. Um, and I love the brand, you know, top to bottom. And it, it's been a great relationship. So I, I can't say enough good things about Titleist, about the people, about the equipment, about, you know, the R&D, what goes into trying to make it, you know, what it is, the greatest brand in golf. Well, take us, walk us through your bag of 
Titleist clubs during a typical week, if you would? You know, I guess it starts with a driver, and you're playing TS3. Is that right? Yeah, playing TS3, and I got a TS. I guess it's the TS3 three wood as well. Um, phasing three wood, three woods. Good three woods are hard to find. When you find it, you need to keep it. And I've been able to find a really good one. I've got the the new blades. I don't keep track with the numbers as well as I should. I believe they're the six twenties. <laughs> Um, they're the muscle back blades that are beautiful to look at real clean looking just with Titleist on there. Um, and then I've got, of course, the, the Vokey wedges, I've got a 53 or 54 degree and a 60 degree. Um, and I play the, uh, 2017 pro V one. I love that golf ball. You know, the new balls are, they come out with new balls every two years. They, they make improvements, but once you get set in a ball, it's kind of hard to, hard for me to move on and, and get used to another ball when I feel like I love the ball I'm already in. <laughs> on the Vokey wedges, are you playing the SM5s from a few years back? I am playing the SM5s, yes, correct. Yeah, I guess that's the question of the moment because I play the 7s, and everybody asks me why I'm not playing the 8s, and I'm like, well, I just don't have the 8s. Right. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess back right. to the 5s, is that <laughs> kind of like the old Gary player and his putter when he used to say, if it's between my wife and my putter, I told my wife I'd miss her. You just love those so much. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I said with the golf ball, you get so used to a piece of equipment um, that I mean, I it goes through the ground, it goes through the sand, you know, through the turf on wet shots so well that it's hard for me to try to get used to something new. And you know, the hard thing is they're coming out with stuff that is better. You know, their their new stuff gets better every time, but you know, it does take time and finesse for you know, for us pros to really feel comfortable with it, you know, when it comes to competition. Webb, it's a crazy schedule this year, obviously, and things are changing, you know, rapidly. The Ryder Cup, we just heard about that. But as of now, what's it look like for you the rest of the year? Where are you going to be playing? So uh, playing next weekend in Memorial, and then I take 3M off, and then we have a, a nice big stretch of six in a row, Memphis, uh, which is the WGC, the PGA Championship at Harding Park, Wyndham and Greensboro, kind of like a home tournament. And then we have the three playoff events. Um, and with no Ryder Cup, it does free up the fall a little bit more, although I'm going to miss it. But, you know, then we got a couple majors left uh, for the rest of the season. How is it without fans out there right now? It's very different. You know, it's probably easier for us in practice rounds. You know, less you know, autographs and fan interaction, we get our work done quicker. But we do miss the fans. We miss, you know, making a 30-footer and hearing the roar or chip in or whatever it might be. So we do miss the fans, but it is way quieter. (laughs) Hey, Webb, as we close it out, deep question here. You know, when you hang them up someday, and it's going to be a long way from now, but when it's all said and done, how would you like to be remembered? Oh, that's a great question. You know, when I made my first team event, uh, in Australia, 2011 President's Cup, Jim Furyk said to me, he says, you know, at the end of your career, you're going to be remembered golf-wise by your majors, your PGA Tour wins, and your team events. And so that hit home to me. And so my goal, you know, when I hang up the clubs has always been I want to be the best that I could be, you know, and look back and think I did everything I could do in my power, my ability and my effort to get the most out of my game. So I don't have any specific goals like I want to get to number one in the world or I want to win 10 majors. I just really want to look back and think I did as well as I could have done, you know, with the talent that God gave me. And that'll make me feel, you know, really good about 
kind of my career, I believe. Boy, that's a, that's a great way to put it. Hey, Whip, thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're busy and, uh, and everybody's begging at your time. Thanks so much. How about some final words for our listeners out there from uh, Webb Simpson and his home in North Carolina? Yep, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, golf is in a very weird place right now with you know COVID, but I, I really think the tour is making an incredible effort to get us on the golf course safely and give the fans something to watch. So um, thanks for all the support that I get from the listeners and you know obviously all you who support the PGA Tour, we appreciate it. Webb, thanks so much, my friend. Thank we'll you. be pulling for you the rest of the year. Best of luck. God bless. All right, sounds great. Eight starts in 2020, six top tens, two wins. Webb Simpson, number one in FedEx Cup points. He is on a roll, and uh, what a great guy. Thanks, uh, thanks so much to Webb for joining us and our friends at Titleist Golf for bringing him. And don't forget to check out all the great products, and Webb talked about them from Titleist at any Worldwide Golf retail location or at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Thanks again to Titleist and Webb Simpson for that today, and we'll do it again next time when we have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.